the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, it is an interesting day in central Ohio. The much ballyhooed weather arrived, and it's hard to know if it arrived as advertised in your area or not. Uh, it did not arrive as advertised in my area, but it arrived, and it is uh, compelling me today to do the Bruce Hooley Show from home. So if it sounds a little bit different to you in audio quality, whether you're listening over terrestrial radio or whether you're listening online, that is why uh, we are... Uh, of the opinion that it's important to be on whenever we can be on, and uh, we can be on, but through the miracle of technology, I'm able to be uh, safely ensconced in the basement of my home out in the hinterlands. Uh, the roads are horrible out here. Uh, Delaware County, Franklin County, under level two snow emergency, which means you shouldn't be on the roads if you don't have to be. And I did the uh, garage door weather test a moment ago. And we are definitely getting more ice at the moment out here in Madison County. So we have serious closures and we have uh, serious road incidents. I-71, a stretch of it closed between around 62 and 56. Hopefully you were not stranded in that around 6 o'clock this morning or still stranded in it. The last report I had, there was one northbound lane of 71 that is open. But that's a mess. It also involved a bit of a fuel spill which makes it a bigger mess. Pretty much everything is closed. I'm always curious on a day like today why we list closures for everything rather than just listing what would be, it appears to me, a much shorter list of what's still open because there can't be much open. Uh, flights into John Glenn International. Uh, I don't know about flights in, but flights out are not happening. Uh, YMCA's in Franklin County are closed. Columbus Metropolitan Library and its branches are closed. Columbus Zoo closed. COSI closed. Even the Franklin County courts are closed. Every school's closed. I can't imagine there's one open unless it's open virtually. So uh, hunker down, and the weather is, I think, still unfolding, still arriving. And uh, that's where we are. So be safe. Uh, nobody wants a fender bender. Nobody needs injuries worse than that. So if you don't have to go out, don't. Um, and we'll try to keep you abreast of the latest news locally and nationally here on the Bruce Hooley Show. Uh, this morning, Joe Biden spoke about the uh, U.S. Special Forces raid in northern Syria that killed uh, one of the top leaders, if not the top leader, of ISIS. And in a situation like this where something's happening halfway around the world, there are, of course, some conflicting reports. The reports from those who are sympathetic or lean toward being sympathetic toward ISIS and rebel causes, of course, are going to be uh, likely to paint the 
paint the uh, United States in a more unflattering light. So that's important to keep in mind. And I think it's also true that the reports from our own State Department are going to put the best spin on what happened. I'm highly critical, as you know, from listening to the show, of pretty much everything the Biden administration does. Honestly, when I heard about this raid this morning, I was a little surprised uh, for multiple reasons. Number one, I was actually surprised, like, we're still monitoring and prioritizing the eradication of ISIS anywhere, because there's no doubt that the downward plummet of Joe Biden's poll numbers traces back to the precipitous plummet of Joe Biden's poll numbers, traces back to the humiliating exit with our tail between our legs from Afghanistan. I mean, there's no doubt about that. You can be someone who hated Donald Trump. You can be someone who holds democratic positions. That was the first time where it was, unless you are just a completely detached from reality American, you had to admit that this was a horribly botched, hurriedly executed, poorly planned exit from Afghanistan. And so to know that our our special forces, our military is willing to go back into that area of the world, and I know Syria and Afghanistan are different countries, but we're talking about the Middle East and we're talking about ISIS. And to me, I know they're different they're different uh, groups, ISIS and the Taliban. When they all share the same mission to exterminate Jews, eradicate the world of the Jewish state, and if they can, kill every American they see, they, to me, are the same enemy. So to know that we're still going after this kind of threat in the world, I'm glad of it. I'm glad the Biden administration and the people in the State Department didn't say, look, we took a bath on that debacle in Afghanistan. We're never going back there again. We're going to let it go until we think maybe that they're coming to our shores, which, by the way, they are and probably through our southern border. But it's good to know that, A, our military can do something besides stumble and bumble its way through a press conference about white rage. It's hard to have faith in our military when they have begun chasing away, discharging, marginalizing all soldiers, cadets, and uh, the like who are refusing to get vaccinated. They're doing that now. So I don't have a great deal of faith in this military compared to the military of 20 years ago. <clears throat> As I've said, a family member of mine recently was in the military. And the message that I received from that family member is it's not our dad's military. And that's sad to me. So the details on this raid, they and this is a, this is a quintessentially stark difference between how America does what America deems necessary to do to ensure the safety of citizens in other countries and our country, and how Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and the Taliban do what they do. They kill mercilessly, without feeling, without compassion, often in as brutal a way as possible, 
We, by contrast, <clears throat> fly three helicopters into this area where these ISIS leaders are, and for 45 minutes broadcast for women and children to get out. We're trying to save the women and children. Then the attack happens. It's two hours of epic helicopter gunfire, explosions, and the like. And they believe that the key ISIS terrorist that they targeted and took out may have taken himself out with a suicide vest, which is pretty revealing about how <laughs> cowardly uh, these very uh, – trying to look there these guys portray themselves as tough guys and sold out to the cause and i know their religion promises them some fanciful reward for death even if they take their own life but if you don't have the courage of your convictions to battle to the end you are in fact exposing your cowardice so I'm not surprised that a suicide vest ended this terrorist life and quite possibly the life lives of the women and the children around him. So U.S. reports are that there were civilians killed, which, by the way, ISIS, Taliban, Al-Qaeda, they're not going to care or they're not going to admit, yeah, we screwed up on one side, wasn't optimal, we had to take out some women and children. To them, it's like, who cares? It's a different cost of doing business. To the Americans, we know that that's not what we want to do, but we're not afraid to admit that we did it. Nine killed civilians, two children. That's the American report. Other reports are 13 killed, including six kids and four women. Nobody wants to stage a raid that results in the death of women and children. But I will say, when I reflect on that, what kind of life did these women and children have being in the control of these kinds of bloodthirsty um, people, almost none. So that's what happened this morning. I commend our forces on doing that. It's good to know we're still dedicated to it. It's good to know we can execute it. No American casualties. That's the best number. Uh, next on the Bruce Hooley Show, I want to reflect on the Joe Rogan situation. The Jeff Zucker situation at CNN, head of CNN, resigns yesterday. And what is ahead for Joe Rogan, and what does this tell us about media, how we get news, and how we process news in our country? That's next on The Bruce Hooley Show. Bruce Hooley show today, doing the show from my house because of the ice. Glad to be with you. If it sounds different, it's a little bit different with the broadcast quality, perhaps, to your ear. Hopefully not. But we appreciate your time. And we're glad to be with you on a day where pretty much everything is canceled, including Ohio State's basketball game tonight with Iowa. That's canceled. So you know, it's kind of a, like high school games and stuff like that you expect when a major college game that messes with TV schedules and the like get canceled, then you know it's bad. Iowa actually had trouble getting here. Supposed to get here yesterday, didn't, now can't get here because of the weather. And we're getting more weather right now, so be careful out there if you have to be out. If not, 
Franklin County, Delaware County under a level two snow emergency. Uh, tonight, the Winter Olympics begin from Beijing. Oh, boy. How will NBC handle this? Will they dare say anything about what's really going on in China? Can they dare say anything about what's really going on in China? And this is kind of where we are, right, in media right now. We are told one thing, and we don't know if what we are told is true or not true. Now, it's easy to look at this as a recent phenomenon. When did the media start lying to us? And I've made my career in the media. I spent 25 years at various newspapers, 18, the final 18 of my newspaper portion of my career, at the Plain Dealer in Cleveland. I can reflect on my career at the Plain Dealer, and I can tell you that a lot of things changed during those 18 years because of how newspapers were making money early on and how they ceased to be making money at the end of my career, and they have continued to decline in profitability and thus decline in quality ever since. But they have also, while declining in profitability, have vastly increased in partisanship. I spend a lot of time on this show going through the partisan influence the Columbus Dispatch is trying to exert on all of you in the capital city, maybe six or seven of you who still subscribe to that newspaper. So as I reflect on when did the media start lying to us, I realize now, even though I didn't realize it then, they were lying to us when I was a kid. And I was watching Walter Cronkite and David Brinkley and John Chancellor on CBS, NBC, and ABC. They were lying to us then. They just weren't lying to the degree they're lying now. You don't have to be super discerning to watch Don Lemon and know you're being lied to on CNN. You don't have to watch Rachel Maddow and go, gee, is that really true or is that not true? But back when I was a kid, it would have been unfathomable because you can find YouTube videos to the contrary on this, would have been unfathomable for the major networks to suppress a story like the Hunter Biden laptop story. That they wouldn't have done. In fact, you can find 60 Minutes reports and former network news reports on Joe Biden's plagiarism of other people's speeches. You can find critical reporting commentary on Joe Biden's previous presidential campaigns. Uh, short live though they were, and why Biden was an unfit candidate. People like Sam Donaldson mocking him. Sam Donaldson was always a partisan, the White House reporter on ABC. And we knew that even then when he was covering Ronald Reagan. We could tell Sam Donaldson really didn't like Ronald Reagan. We could tell Ted Koppel on Nightline really didn't like Ronald Reagan. But they weren't as open with their disdain, and they weren't as out front with their leftism as they are now. You really can't believe anything now from any network, from any network, okay? I'm not here to tell you that OAN and Fox are telling you the truth on everything. There are times I watch Hannity, times I watch Tucker, and I cringe because I'm like, okay, you might be able to somehow argue that that is quote-unquote true, but you and I both know you're not telling the whole story there. And I hate that because I think it undermines the appeal of the political viewpoint 
they're trying to undergird. I hate that. That's one of the reasons why I know leftism is bad is because if you have to lie to me to tell me it's great, then I know it's not great. So the major story now in the media, there are two. There's Joe Rogan at Spotify, which really isn't a media story because Joe Rogan's an entertainer. Joe Rogan has been confused as a reporter because he discusses current events with guests. But Joe Rogan didn't go to journalism school. Joe Rogan doesn't purport to be a journalist. Joe Rogan purports to be an everyday guy asking questions everyday guys and women want to know the answers to or are curious about. CNN is different. CNN is what? The most trusted name in news. That's how they brand themselves. Joe Rogan does not brand himself as the most trusted name in news. Joe Rogan has a monkey sound on the start of his podcast. Joe Rogan is sending the message right away that we're here to kind of goof around. We're kind of here to have some fun. And we're just going to have a chat. That's not what CNN is selling you. So when Jeff Zucker, the head of CNN, resigns yesterday, and we're told it's because, oh, you know, poor Jeff Zucker. He's a boy wonder. He produced a Today Show in his 20s, and he's a genius when it comes to the news division. And... If only he had disclosed years ago that he was uh, having an amorous relationship with somebody under his command who miraculously also was a genius at what she did, Allison Gallist, becoming the chief marketing officer for CNN. If only he had disclosed that, he would have done nothing wrong. But since he didn't, we're going to hang him on a technicality. That's what they want you to believe. I'm inherently suspicious of that. Viewpoint. Remember, Zucker got hung as a tentacle of the investigation into Chris Cuomo. Why did Chris Cuomo get in trouble? Because he was purported to be a CNN anchor separate from his brother's nefarious goings-on as governor of New York. And in the course of investigating Chris Cromo, they found out about, oh, look at this, Jeff Zucker and Allison Gallist have a relationship, and oh, I can't find anything in Jeff Zucker's file where he admitted to that. Maybe we're looking in the wrong file for the real story here. Because Allison Gallist was Andrew Cuomo's former publicist. She's staying on at CNN. So here's a woman who got where she is at CNN in part or perhaps more than in part because of her relationship with the boss. And maybe it wasn't only Chris Cuomo who smiled on Andrew Cuomo and looked the other way on the nursing home stuff and the sexual assault stuff. But maybe there's a bigger fish to be fried here than Jeff Zucker. Maybe it's Allison Gallus that we should be looking at. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.